the Cape Cod Fun Show. It's the show that's all about having the most fun possible in the most beautiful place on earth, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams, and Greg is here. Hello. All right, G. Diddy, and we are going to get rolling with the most important show of the season. This is the show that will resonate through history. we got a lot of stuff for you today, including a look at my visit to Kayak Cookies here in Hyannis, where they might make the best cookies in the universe, Greg. I am. I have had them, yes. They're round, and they keep giving back with a little salty kick. It's the salt. Oh. It's, it's all about the had salt. Had a good time over there. Seriously. We'll also tell you about a great walk that I took. Instead of going to the Cape Cod Mall, I went for a walk, Greg. What a decision. That's right. How I went outside. I don't know. Yeah, it's just wait, random. It's so I just couldn't take it at the mall outside, anymore. You know. you know what got me out there? Because I could what? not get free samples at Auntie Anne's <laughs> Pretzel Shack. Sometimes they put the free samples out their little buttery pretzel wow. nugget sweet yeah. at the mall, which is my favorite thing in the mall. Wow. And so I go back and forth. Like a piranha. So you're easy. I, I, I could actually lure you in with like a, One you know, free a, plate. A cookie. But everyone knows. Chocolate chip cookies. So they're all like sort of <laughs> right around the vicinity. They go down. It's like, boom. Yeah. In come the locusts. And I didn't get any. So I said, I'm going for a walk. We'll tell you about that. And also, Greg, it's the Boat Builders show this weekend in Hyannis. A big deal. I love that With show. a lot of beautiful work. Yep. So there's much to do on Cape Cod. Plenty more than that, too. But first, let's check the all-important Cape and Islands weather forecast. For February 8th, that's Saturday. Sunny with a high near 33. Not too bad. Bit of a breeze. And then on Sunday, February 9th, 2020, chance of snow before 2 p.m. Partly sunny with a high near 36. I don't think there's anything accumulating. Not a lot, right? Maybe Thursday night there might be a little something, but I don't know. It's, It's been too warm, Greg. That has been the hallmark of... Not only this winter, but last winter. This has been nice. Where it's like you put on a sweatshirt yeah. and you're kind of okay. Yeah. I've judged it by my outerwear. Mm-hmm. And most past years on Cape Cod, I got my big Johnson wool jacket, uh, Jack shirt it's called. And it's relatively substantial, red and black, old school stuff. But for the past two winters, I've been living on a merino wool hoodie sweatshirt. Isn't that weird when you can go outside, I wear like a fleece, and then over that I wear, you know, a uh, hoodie. And that's enough, you know, not all the time, but that's not bad for winter. I've used one thin pair of gloves, and uh, I've worn my winter hat, also merino wool, which I highly recommend. Love merino wool, Greg. And really, uh, that's it. None of my super secret stash from the trunk on my warmies, just in case. You end up off a highway somewhere, mm. and you have to survive for three days on jerky and Tic Tacs. Yeah. I haven't had to use any of my... Uh, I have a little blanket. I've got all sorts of things. Super gloves made out of down. How about long underwear? You've been like... Uh, I longingly look at my long underwear, but I never put it on. You've never put it on. Because I do like sort of cavorting around in my merino wool long underwear. <laughs> And I'm just sort of like a modern dancer, you know, like, ha, 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 this is the time when we dance. And I do sort of different cavorting, modern jazzy kind of moves. Jazz hands, jazz hands. Oh, sorry, Greg. That's cool. Well. It's funny because when I was growing up, uh, my brothers and I used to do uh, Sea Hunt. And the uh, uh, the uh, couches were like land. And once you, once you left the couch, you were in the ocean, just like Mike, what's his name, uh, from Sea Hunt. 
and we dress in like long underwear because he had that that you know the the tight he had a fitting scuba suit on. Scuba suit on. So you were so replicating we were, that look, exactly. That Lloyd Bridges look, exactly. Chesty, we used to call him. Well, uh, it's good to know that if it comes down to it, Greg, we could both don our long underwear and perform as a duo <laughs> at Cape Coffee Houses and make some extra money. Let's check the tides, Greg. This please. vision of you in long underwear please. is kind of rattling me here at please the microphone. Do. Please do. Check Just the ties. Check very seem like a pretzel stick wrapped in black. Check them now. Or maybe it's uh, one of those red union suits, and good Lord, the <laughs> flap is open, Greg. Close your flap. Oh, no. Stop it. Oh, Greg doesn't like to work blue. You're he, unbelievably crude. Let's check the tides. Very important. It's scientific information. It's not about flatulence, Greg, so pay attention. Although, isn't it true? That low, I'm continuing with this low topic. tide, low tide can smell kind of flatulenty. Duh. Just saying. So maybe it's all big one organic swirl, and maybe it's a good thing. Mm. We all can't be living in ivory towers, Greg. Some of us might have gas, and we might be on the flats looking for shellfish, and the smells are around us, and we just live, laugh, and love. It it might all have to do with the oysters out there spitting out sand. I read a fun fact in a story we had today that in 2018, 10 million oysters came out of Wellfleet. 10 million! Million? Oof, they need more help in the summertime is what they were saying, according to that news story in the fabulous Cape Cod Times at CapeCodTimes.com. They are delicious. We've had some good news lately. A lot of good news stories lately. But we'll, we we got to get going here. we got the tides, stars, Greg. Oysters. Stop delaying the, the program. I'd like an oyster right I can now. tell you for this weekend, Saturday, February 8th, Sunday, February 9th, we have mid-morning high tides, around 10 or so, and late afternoon low tides. That's a nice assortment. Mm-hmm. That's like a, a variety pack of tides in mm-hmm. in convenient time so you can enjoy both. Get up late, have a cup of coffee. Hey, it's high tide. And then you can go about your business and make your way at sunset to one of the uh, Cape Cod Bay beaches and say, hey, it's low tide. <laughs> it's just like a variety show, isn't it? Oh, the excitement. You know, you know like uh, Sunny and Cher. Ebb and flow. The tides. All right, Greg, we yeah. move on now because Please. just moments ago, moments yes. ago, before we recorded this, what? I took a stroll out into the world of Hyannis from the Cape Cod Times building here. You left the building? That's right. I left the building. I like. I never leave the building. Well, the it's day, wonderful you know? out there, Greg. A lot of construction going on, so nice. I wove my way just up the street to Kayak Cookies. They are the maker of Salty Oats Cookies at 239 Main Street, Hyannis, sort of right across from Bradford's Hardware. And you can go in there. That's where they make them and bake them. And you can buy a little pack there. I got a six-pack, $15, which is somewhat less, at least a little bit, uh, than the price when you run into them in stores. And they are pretty widespread in stores around Cape Cod. Hmm. So, Greg... They've got six flavors. And these are like, they look like hockey pucks, but yeah. hockey pucks never tasted this good. Yeah. They got that salty thing going, that oat thing going. They're lovely discs of joy. So and they aren't they're kind of rubbery, hard, rubber. No, no, it's got that of, oat flavor. So know. it's, you could almost convince yourself it's healthy. Okay. Because of the oats. But there's some butter in there. Don't get me wrong. They, what I love about That's okay. kayak cookies I mean, and the salty oats cookies they make is they've come up with something. They make one unit. It's always like a cookie mm. about the same size. And it's six flavors. They don't make like burritos. Yes. They don't make, I don't know, mascarpone cheese. They don't make uh, 
cat treats. They make one thing, one form of cookies, and they do it, I would say, maybe better than anyone else on Cape Cod. I just love that sort of wholesome, salty, sweet approach. Cat treats. I like that. Greg, you can't have a cat treat until the show is over. No, see... Oh, can I have a cat treat, please? Um, cookies aren't supposed to be healthy. I mean, really, are, are cookies supposed no, to no, be healthy? No, no, I agree. I'm just They're saying. just supposed to be Maybe delicious. it's just the oats. The oats taste good to me. They, they taste, are. They're great. They feel nice. And here are the six flavors they're available in. Original oatmeal raisin, chunky chocolate pecan, peanut butter, chocolate, peanut butter and chocolate, and cranberry walnut, Greg. Oatmeal raisin, please. Did you get me a bag, by the way? Uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things where I came back with my six-pack, uh, which is uh, more valuable than a beer six-pack, and I put them right in my car and locked my car <laughs> immediately because I know what you people are like here at the Cape Cod Times when cookies come into play. We're animals. Oh, it's just watch I out. Mean, and I... The bag is crinkling open and nom nom. Yeah, particularly if it's free. I got three original oatmeal raisin, which I think uh, is the classic. Yeah. That's the first one they made. That was the original. Original uh, salty so, oats, but I also got three so chunky good. chocolate pecan, and those things mind blowing. You bring the pecan in, yep. invite it to the barn dance with the rest of the chunky chocolate and the oatmeal. It's like, oh, that's Saturday night. That's a hoot nanny in yeah. your mouth. Get down. So that was great. Uh, I got to talk to the owner. She happened to be there. Yeah. And I got to finally say to her, uh, her name is uh, Terry. Terry, I believe. Terry Horn, yes. Uh, I just said I'm. I just love what you do. It's simple. It's elegant. It's delicious. That's nice. What a great thing. And yeah. She she was happy to hear that. Yeah. She showed me her mixer, because I I've been baking a lot at home with my daughter. We have this KitchenAid now, which is wicked You've nice. You told me about the KitchenAid. I mean, that's what they use on the yeah. British Baking Show all yeah. the time. But yep. I was curious as to like what size an industrial cookie place would have. Mm-hmm. She took me in the back. And man, it's a nice little monster. It's gigantic. Oh, it's or got just like a like... steel bowl. Oh, it's big. It's probably five or six times the bowl space of a KitchenAid. Yep. And like the mixer part looks like some kind of robot hand. You know, like <laughs> transformer. I'm gonna miss. So uh, that was cool to go behind the scenes there and just get some cookies. I recommend they're open till about four. Uh, most days at 239 Main Street in Hyannis, but they're available all over the Cape. Bastable Market, uh, Batlet's Farm on Nantucket, Kronig's Market in, on, on the Vineyard in two locations, and also, I believe they're at Peterson's. Yes, they're at Peterson's and Dennis. Ooh. And so there's plenty of other places. They're at Whole Foods in Hyannis, yep. which is amazing distribution for a small business I can't wait to eat those tonight, Greg. I'm so sorry they're out in my car right now. I'm so jealous. Um, do you know how many come in a package? Off you can. There's a three pack available yep. for eight dollars. Yep. There's the fifth, the, the uh, six pack available for fifteen dollars, and then it goes up from there. There are some pretty big amounts, but okay. I couldn't do that to my waistline. I don't want to be Mr. Fatty Oats. And that's always the... You don't have to worry about this, Greg. You have this very thin, girlish figure. I do. Very, very uh, And I don't know how you've maintained this waif-like status through the years. Fear. Just... just no, fear. Abject, fear? abject utter fear. I mean, it makes your body... It, it electrifies your body. You're fearful about everything. You go... Ah! 
So the Greg Fear diet is one way you That's can approach it. losing That's weight. It. Scary fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you worry about everything? Is there a variety pack of worrying? Uh, is it one thing? Or? I, I think there are levels of, of fear. There's there's like shaky fear, and then there's like kind of like I'm a little fearful, a little. You know. And would you mix a little paranoia in there to spice it up? Oh yeah, paranoia. Okay. Yeah, good. yeah. The That's mix, good you know, the, the gooey mix. That's you know. like the baking powder yeah. of worry. Yeah. You throw in a little paranoia and your dough rises into your brain oh, yeah. and like you are just shaking like a leaf. Yeah, you throw some oats in there, you know, you throw some uh, caramel. Or you're just worried about oats. Like, what are oats? What are they going to do to me? I mean, who makes these oats? Do they they wash their hands when they make the oats? Are they going to make my skin break out? Oh, no, Greg. So it's the fear factor that keeps fear. you thin. I tell you. That's good to know. It, it, it shaves off, you know, some years in your life, but it's worth it because you look good. <laughs> You look good. You die young-ish. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I think I'm just going to have a couple of cookies then and not worry anymore. Yeah, I would Why either. bother, Greg? Cookies are delicious. You know, as I told you, Greg, as I told you, I had the task of taking my teenage daughter to the Cape Cod Mall to meet one of her friends for a shop trip and yeah. needed, needed new jeans with holes in them, Greg. You buy jeans with holes in them. <laughs> How about that? You're wearing jeans right now. Would you ever buy a pair of jeans with a hole in the knee? No, the wind kind of whistles through. But that's fashion. Yeah, so know. somewhere there's an artful ripper that's in every jeans factory. That's so funny. Whose job is to like, I don't know, maybe take a, like a little razor blade or something to get the fraying and just go. Yeah. And then they sell it for double. So you had to uh, 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 venture down from the wilds yeah. of the outer cave. So down all, all the way to Hyannis, and I'm like, oh, this is great. I drop them off at the mall. <laughs> I make my run at Auntie Anne's Pretzels. And I am turned away again. <laughs> really, it's one out of eight trips to the mall when I get one little sample. I guess I could buy some. Maybe this is a certain time of the day. Maybe you have to get there like at 9.30 when the mall opens. I don't know. Yeah. I think there's some real mall experts in there. And you can smell it from a mile away. It smells so good. That's so I got to buy some. I mean, come on. Yeah, come on. Break down. So then I'm like, I got a couple hours to kill. I got to get out of here. I'm not walking around the mall by myself because you can't walk with your... Your daughter and a friend, you, you know, that is so uncool. Oh, you're like... Are you kidding me? It's you're, like, you're a leper. You're a pariah. Yeah, you're just like, stay away just from me. Get away from me. Uncool, man. Get in the next county. So I'm like, where's a good place I can go and stretch my legs and feel, I don't know, not afraid? And this is what I would recommend to you, Greg. <laughs> okay. It's the outdoors. It's walking and breathing the air that makes you less afraid. Yeah, I do it. I do it. All right. Only when you're running away from something. It doesn't work, but it do. Oh, well. So I skedaddled over to the other side of the Cape. I just went boom over to the Barnstable side mm-hmm. of Barnstable. Yeah. And this is, you know, it's a quick ride. You go and buy the Burger King, all of a sudden you hit this other world. There's no more big buildings. There's little buildings and there's open space. And I went to the Barnstable Great Marsh Wildlife Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. It's right off 6A at 2444 West Main Street, which is Route 6A. You kind of have to drive in on a bumpy driveway, Greg. Uh-oh. And then Uh-oh, what? you go over the railroad tracks. Dun, 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 dun. And you're like, oh my gosh, where's is the trash train coming? <laughs> wouldn't that be awful to get hit by the trash train? <laughs> it wouldn't even be like the Orient Express, which would be somewhat glamorous. It would be very glamorous. You get hit by a trash train. Uh, so I went over there, a nice little parking lot. And this is a, a lovely spot, so close to so many people. Uh, it's about a mile and a half worth of trails. Some in the woods. There's an old cattle tunnel that goes underneath the railroad I saw, tracks. I saw your photo of that. Where you can, yep. uh, I guess back in the day, those four-footed hoofy types would safely pass under the railroad tracks to avoid 
becoming a steak sandwich if they got up on the rails and were hit by one of the many trains, mm. which were probably running back in the day. Old stone walls, uh, <laughs> sort of holly tree volunteers poking up through the regular forest. And then the, the money are the marsh vistas looking over the great marsh of Barnstable. Isn't it beautiful? Over towards Sandy Neck. Yeah. Yeah. And that is an epic It thing. is epic, yeah. What yeah. a landscape. Uh, what the a, colors. It's in, I mean, it's the just incredible. golden sort of browns. and They even have an observation deck. Really? Like you can climb up a few steps. It's like a it's like a big porch, like a back porch. Yeah. And there you are looking out over the whole thing. Sounds nice. And you can do a little dance there because it sounds kind of nice with your feet. You know, a little tap dance. Nice. You know, or flash dance. What a feeling. The marsh is believing. You know, something like that. Two people clap. And behind it, behind that little uh, observation deck is a super spooky derelict cabin. The photos of that that you posted. Oh my god, that thing. Very frightening. That looks like Stephen King's summer home. Yeah. And it's been run down for some time. It looks like people have been like killed there. Or but it's it, well, no, I'm sure they learned about nature or something at some point, Greg. There's no malfeasance there at the cabin. The Audubon wouldn't like you t- talking about those kind of possibilities, Greg. Or the Chamber of Commerce, like the Mayor and Jaws. We don't want to be spreading these killy kill kill things, Greg. Come on. Now. Sorry about that. It's kind of nice to see something a little run down on Cape Cod. I thought it was great. Because a lot of a lot I of places are like prettified that. and they get redeveloped quickly because it's valuable. And so I find it really relaxing and kind of banjo-y to see this kind of derelict cabin. Part of the front window is kind of broken out and you can actually look inside and it kind of looks like people maybe who were in the Dust Bowl had to leave in a hurry. Really fast because everything's there's there. There's like coffee stuff, cups, there's chairs, stuff it's on like, the, there's on the tables. It almost I mean, looks like something happened, and they were like, "We gotta go. The tornado's coming." Yeah. And it did come because yeah. the roof's partly caved in. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah. And my favorite part about that over the uh, Barnstable Great Marsh Wildlife Sanctuary is behind that house is an old outhouse, Greg. With. It's got a it's got a cutout moon door. Yes. Crescent moon. Yes. That's the real deal. That's yes. the sign of a true outhouse. I love that. I mean it's kind of around some hard scramble woods and thorns, but wouldn't it be bold to go over there? Yeah. And use the outhouse. Is, wouldn't it? That would take a brave person. Did you actually like look inside? Uh I have been out to it before. Yeah. I have looked inside before, but it's so brambly. And I'm so more concerned with ticks now oh, yeah. than I used to be yeah. that I was like, I don't think it's worth sidling up to the outhouse, considering the ticks and the and the and the prickers. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd go. Uh, well, you can go front, front or back. Either uh, yeah, way, is tough. It, it would just be frightening. Unless be you frightening. were out there and all of a sudden you felt a rumble. Yeah, then you might say, "Hey, I'm going to take a chance." Yeah, I remember uh, I used to uh, we used to go to an old house up in Vermont, and it was an attached outhouse through the back buildings. Yeah. So you had to walk through the woodshed and a bunch of other storage and through like a barny thing. And you get there, and it was attached, which meant it was slightly warmer, slightly than the outside outhouse. Yeah. And there was an old sign on the door that said, "Do the best you can with what you've got <laughs> where you are." <laughs> so it was kind of like there you are in the outhouse. You got a bag of ashes next to you. You do what's got to be done. You throw some ashes down there, and you do your best. That's like a way to live life, isn't it? You I know? like outhouses. Yeah, I, I sort do of t- do, you know? Yeah. My uh, parents, actually, on their property have an outhouse. 
uh, dates back to, I don't know, the 18th century, I think. Now, is it in use? No, no. Although years and years ago when I was a kid, you know, I sort of pried open the the top of it. It's, you know, it's, it's like a board just to see what was inside. And it was all this like ripped up newspaper in, you know, in the ground, which they used to toss in there to, you know, after they did their thing. I'm not sure what you mean. What? What do you mean newspaper? Tossed, tossed in shredded newspaper. Like like the bottom of a hamster cage? Exactly, to kind of... kind of. Oh, you weren't using it to... No, no, no. That's what I thought you were getting no, at. No, no, you, 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 you put it at the bottom of your outhouse to kind of... Um, Soften the blow? Just kind of mix or accentuate to hasten the decomposition. You mean in the outhouse? Itself. In the outhouse, in the, the bottom of the outhouse. Yeah, that's what I meant. We'll be doing an entire Cape Cod Fun Show on uh, outhouses very soon. Grief. Uh, these sort of uh, these sort of various uh, shortcuts you can take. Uh, the uh, sense of decorum that you might want to try to create in your outhouse. I would etiquette. Just... Outhouse etiquette. Yeah. Hey, is anyone in the outhouse? Yup. Someone says yup. You don't go in the outhouse. But why do they always have like double double uh, holes? All right, don't know? get me started about outhouses because we went on a quest for them once, and I can report there's a five seater at no. the Falmouth Historical Society. Yeah, like on the green, they have a couple sort of museums. Yeah, and out behind one, it's like a five seater, two adults, three kids seats. Yeah, I, I don't know how that works. I think what they used to do is they would like move from one oh, to the other one person would rotate other. through exactly you exactly. wouldn't have some kind of family meeting <laughs> i would hope not that is but back then it may not have been a big deal i mean we're squeamish about that because we're modern people you know also what I mean? there's a great back then it was there's no a big great deal. outhouse at the brooks library in harwich i've never been inside beautiful that. i've been inside i took a picture out through have the you really? yep. yeah yeah uh and i when i was following up outhouses on the cape Someone told me that at one point in Orleans was a two-story outhouse. Uh, how would that work? I think it was like somehow channeled carefully Ugh. or the way it was located. So it was almost like the person was saying it looked like, you know, you go to a, like a baseball field and they have that sort of place where the uh, broadcasters might sit or the yeah, score. It's the kind booth. of one of those. Yeah, the, it's like a booth. It's a two-story booth. booth. And so yeah. two-story outhouse. You wouldn't think that would work. Yeah. You wouldn't you wouldn't want to be in the bottom one if they had sloppily engineered it. But we digress, Greg. That's interesting. I'm just I'm just trying to imagine how that would work, really. I love old outhouses, you know. Occasionally... No, there, I do too. There were three of them at the Atwood Higgins House in Wellfleet, the National Park Service property. One's fallen in. The Northwest Privy is just a little pile of boards, but there are two left if you want to go see them. All right. For some reason, there we want to get it, make some money with a Cape Cod outhouse tour. That, that could be interesting. We would say better than a whale watch. Come with us and enjoy the back roads of Cape Cod in search of the most derelict outhouses. That's right. No no seasickness, no that you know well, rolling well, waves, no just earth. Well, let's get back to more pleasant things, Greg. All right. Your fascination with outhouses is a bit frightening, so I'm not sure why you've been bringing <laughs> it up over and over on this broadcast. I'm sorry. It probably borders on obsession. Now, Greg... Uh, Far from outhouses, you are a liver of a fine life uh, with many beautiful adventures, foreign travel, and you don't mind spending a little money when you go out to dinner. 
Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this in the past. There are like three levels of dinner. There's there's like the pub, you know, you kind of know what you're getting. Hamburger is the middle level. It's kind of, you know. And then there's the upper level where you're getting a pretty good meal. You're spending a fair amount of money, but it's worth it. You don't do it all the time. It's not something you do every week. So you're willing week. to make this expenditure. And I'm willing to make the expenditure. Do you dress for dinner? Um, It's funny, I used to not... You know, well, yeah, tie and top coat, or, you know, uh, top hat. Like Mr. Peanut? That's right. I'd Rest look like, his soul? I'd look like, I don't know, I can't believe he's dead. Um, but yeah, no, no, I don't. I, I mean, I look nice. Do you I, have I, a dining monocle? <laughs> <laughs> so spatters only injure one eye? That's actually that's actually not a bad idea. You might consider marketing that. Oh, but you know? The, the dinacle. You know, while I like twirl my my mustache you know this is tired of spilling hot mustard into both of your eyes well with the new dinical monocle you can protect one eye from hot mustard and then you can have someone say oh it hurts this side but i can at least see to pay the check thanks dining monocle (laughs) so we could do that infomercial after today's uh particular broadcast i think it's a great idea so greg it sounds like a little bird told me that you were at a place in Harwichport, where, what, who, what? Ah, it's called Alouette. That means bird. Our, uh, my wife's family li- used to live close to there. We used to go there all the time. It was owned by a, f- a very lovely French couple, and their menu would sort of be unchanged for long periods of time, but the menu was so perfect, and I'd get steak au poivre. Every single time I went, I'd get steak au poivre, and you knew what you were going to get. It was the same thing. It was delicious. It was the best meat I've ever had. It was very consistent. Anyway, a few years ago, a gentleman by the name of uh, Christian Schultz bought it. He used to uh, own run uh, Christian's in Chatham. I remember. Very well-known restaurant, very successful for you know a number of years. And it's I, this is like the second time I've been to his Alouette, and I like it. It's it's sort of a, a heavier kind of menu. You know, so, you know, uh, uh, you, um, looks kind of uh, fancy looking at the menu, Greg. Well, it is very fancy. And what are these things called? Horse d'oeuvres. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I don't know how to pronounce that. Or d'oeuvres, or d'oeuvres, or d'oeuvres. Oh, they're not horse d'oeuvres. No. no. Or d'oeuvres? You are so... And you know what? I'll be in the outhouse. You I have, lack all civility in class. You have to get a reservation to go here. Wow. I, 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 no clicker. No, you know, sitting in the bar, getting soused, waiting, waiting for a table to open up like you do. There's a table open. I'm getting really, I'm really drunk. full. <laughs> I don't care as long as I can have another drink. He's so drunk. Anyway, um, it's a very, very lovely place. And um, I had two things. One, the, the hors d'oeuvre, I would, I would probably say, or the start, the, uh, start no, the other start. Um, I actually sort of like better than the main, which is kind of weird. The starter was this, this crispy eggplant, but it was layered with goat cheese, and it was sort of topped with a, 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 a tomato puree. It was so delicious. Don't was, forget the balsamic glaze on that. I'm sorry, Jesus. And it's called the Napoleon Auberge. Is that how you pronounce that? See, I was afraid to actually pronounce that, because I'm not very good at French. You're talking to the horse d'oeuvre guy, Greg. Yeah, you are. You don't want to take any one, lessons from me. You're one super, super classy guy. And then for the main, um, I got the uh, veal scallopini sage. Oh, boy. Fortina cheese. It had a sauce on it. Or marsala? Marsala? 
Yeah, marsala sauce. It was it was really good. It was it was a little. It's 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 just the style. You know, you can't eat a lot of it. So, are you hinting at richness here? It's it's rich. Yes, yes. That's actually an excellent word. But it's sometimes it, that's a lot of fun, though. Yeah. Well, the last time I was there, I had uh, a duck uh, for the main. It was it was delicious. I mean, it was really really good. They have very good desserts. Um, the life of me, I can't remember what I had for dessert. Creme brulee. Was, they have creme brulee. That's delicious. so good. I can't remember what I had. Oh, well, Greg is trying to remember dessert. I'll remind you that Lalouette Bistro is at 787 Route 28 in Harwichport. Right now, they're closed Tuesday and Wednesday. They do have a $32 pre-fixed dinner mm. year-round, yeah. only from 5 to 6 p.m., though. That's always a good way to go. It seems fairly popular. It looked like a lot of people were getting that. It's 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 a it's a very nice place. He's obviously very well-known. So, uh, uh, good food at a price now. You and your wife went two people with wine? With wine. Okay, what do you what do you pay in there, we including bought, tip? Yeah, because we get a we get a bottle. And, oh wow, uh, Greg! Well, we took half of it back. We don't drink that much, but we drink at the home. So you had a roadie. Yeah, we, we were zipping it on the way home. Oh, yeah. that's right. We're going back to Dennis. Get past that over here, honey. Pull that cork off, huh? Come on. We're almost home. I'll be fine. Yeah. So what's what's the bill on this? The whole outlay, including tip? You know, I can't. I think it was around two. $200? I, I think so, yeah. Maybe it was less than that. 150 maybe. You know, I can't I can't remember because I, I, didn't, I didn't pay. So you're the journalist that has money. Out of the rest of us, you're, but you're I, dropping I, a, I hardly ever a go double out. honey on dinner. I hardly ever go out. I mean, this kind of a restaurant, you oh. don't you, do, you don't go out like once a week. Okay, there are other All restaurants right. Right. which which you do. You're it's, right. It's sort of a special that is shock treat. You know, for you. You're for right. Your, you're right. For your taste Fine buds, dining, you know, excellent chef flavors. Okay. Um. Yeah. Oh wow. All right, that's Greg's uh, and no flyover to Lalouette. And no clickers. No clickers. Click, 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 you got to make click. a reservation. Click, click, click. Well, Greg, one thing you don't have to make a reservation for, thank goodness. What's up? Because I'm busy. I don't know what I'm going to be doing the next minute. I could be signing squash in the produce aisle at Star Market, meeting some people who love the podcast. You are. I, you are actually a micro-celebrity on Cape Cod. I'm a regional micro-celebrity. That's are. true. It's you fantastic. It oh, is. the perks. The perks are unbelievable, Greg. All that free stuff, right? I got a free glass of Kool-Aid at a kid's sort of table nice. by the side of the road. Nice. All right, the Boat Builder Show is is upon us, Greg. This is a really fun, it is actually. fun three-day event. I've been there. At the Resort and Conference Center in Hyannis. That's at 35 Scudder Avenue. I believe that's where the Orchid Show was just a few days ago. 14th Annual Boat Builder Show on Cape Cod runs for three days, focusing on smaller builders of custom and limited production sail and power boats made of wood and fiberglass. You get a chance to talk to the people who made them. Sometimes you get like a free floaty keychain. Sometimes there's other little freebies and stuff. I, I like the little freebies. Floaty keychain? I never got a floaty Isn't that great? If you're out and you drop your keys, they're just floating along as they go to Portugal. Someone will find them. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> so uh, that is a good time. It's 2 to 7 Friday, 10 to 6 on Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, $10 is admission free for children under 12 which is a very nice way to spend the day. I love looking at wooden boats, Craig. I was, I was, you, you read my mind. I was just going to say, aren't wooden boats like one of the most? It's like you can feel it. Special. You feel that resonation of the beautiful polished wood just yeah. warming your spirit. And if I ever had a ton of dough, 
I think I wouldn't mind like a little wooden motorboat, like just a really cool one. Oh yeah, but they're I mean, like wicked expensive. Yeah, well they're they're you know handmade. I mean potentially bending wood is not easy, as you well know. It's very difficult, but yeah. there's so much skill that goes into it, and they're so gorgeous when they're done. It's just nice hanging around there talking boats, even if you know nothing. Everyone's friendly. Yeah. There's usually some kind of snack bar. Yeah. Boat builder show this weekend in Hyannis. Greg, you are a rocker. You've been rocking for a long time, and you show no signs of stopping rocking. I know, even though I'm an advanced age. So what could be better than a a tribute band that doesn't just pay tribute to one band? It pays tribute to two. Count them, two bands. Two for the price of one? That's why we're talking about the Foreigner's Journey in Concert. Wow. That's coming up Saturday, February 8th, 2020, from 7.30 to 10 p.m. at the Barnstable High School Performing Arts Center, 744 West Main Street. Foreigner's Journey brings together the incredible sounds of two of rock's greatest arena bands of the 80s. With all the hits like Faithfully, Open Arms, Don't Stop Believing, Don't that's Journey. Don't Stop Believing. And also, Foreigner. I got double vision, Greg. I want to know what love is, Greg. I mean, two huge selling yeah. bands. Mega, mega. And hits. one band that performs both repertoires. Is that possible in two? I mean, two? that sounds like an awesome rock night, man. Yeah, seriously. And, and that uh, Barnstable Performing Arts Center at the high school, that is a major venue. That's a great place. Let's go over 1,000 seats. It might be as many as 1,400, 1,200 seats. Big, beautiful space. Nice venue. Very exciting. Tickets run from 25 to $40, which is not much hmm. to see a big power act. Yeah. So that sounds pretty good, Greg. Put on your old concert t-shirt and go see Foreigner's Journey. I'll have to pump my hair up. Like it used to be? Yeah, in the 80s, one of that pumped up, you know, high-rise hair, curly some say it still looks good, Greg. What you've got going now, which is that, what do you call it, a news mohawk, a news hawk? News hawk. And you're able to sniff out news stories and grab it with your talons? That's right. Rah, news I, hawk. I got you. Part of the Marvel Universe. Foreigner's Journey. Something a little more quiet, Greg. Nice. News hawk is the Mosquito Story Slam. This is taking place February 8th, 2020, 7 to 9 p.m. at the Provincetown Theater. 238 Bradford Street, $15 admission. It's one of your favorites, isn't it? I've been to like three, maybe four of these. It's always fun. Yeah. It's always fun to hear these random stories from people who are just getting the courage up to get up on stage and go for five minutes, which doesn't seem like a long time when you think about it. I can't imagine doing that. But if you're up under the lights for one of the few times in your life and you're telling an emotional story, you don't know what's going to happen. That's hard. So this uh, week's uh, topic is Leap of Faith. Ooh. That could be I don't think I've ever taken one of those. No, I'm too afraid. Yeah, it's like, oh, why should I jump? Is yeah. the ground going to be there if I jump yeah. and leap? Yeah. I'm not so sure. What if I get hurt? Yes, I sprained my ankle taking a leap yeah. of faith. Yeah, break my leg. So I haven't taken too many, but I know other people have. Uh, yeah. I love this event. There's a bar. It's a lot of, there's an intermission there's a, where you can do a little hobnobbing. There's a bar. Yeah, you can bring your drinks into the show. Interesting. So they have a lot of different kinds of beer. You can get a mixed drink. It can also get salsa. Huh. And they have soda. soda. And it's wicked good. Soda and the stories are great. Sometimes in the beginning, they're like, we don't have enough storytellers. And then everyone starts volunteering. And what? so many, well, it takes a while. You got to put your name on a list and people are afraid. But then they do it and it always blossoms into something fantastic. And a lot of times, highly emotional. 
I bet. Because people are telling yeah. stories about important crossroads in their lives, yeah. and it's easy to relate. So the Mosquito Story Slam, one of my favorite recurring events <laughs> on Cape Cod, coming up this Saturday night, February 8th, at the Provincetown Theater, 7 to 9 p.m. Love it. Now, Greg. Nope. You got a lot of brass. You are a brassy fellow. I'm a bold, bold fellow. You are like a tube of toothpaste just squeezing into your jeans and going out there and making those big brat noises. Brassy baby. That's what I think of when I think of you. Mr. Brass. You're like Herb Alpert. And the Tijuana Brass. All right. So, this is amazing to me. Brass band plays with space and time. The recent 50th anniversary of the Apollo moon landing has inspired the cosmic theme for the program that will be presented in Sandwich by the visiting, get this, Greg, 30-piece New England brass band. I can't imagine what that sounds like. That must be Oh, great. that must I mean, mind-blowing. It's coming at seriously. you. 30 pieces of brass? Oh, yeah. Uh, featured will be music directors Stephen Bula's Von Braun Suite, which premiered at a NASA gala honoring living astronaut moonwalkers who were present for the performance. I bet Buzz Aldrin was buzzed. He always is buzzed. You know, he's got something going on, but he loves the brass. The concert will also include the idea of time travel, including composer Peter Graham's The Essence of Time, 30-piece New England brass band at Sandwich Town Hall, Saturday night, February 8th, 2020, at 7 o'clock. $25 ticket, $10 for students. I mean, that's less than a buck a brass. They got 30 pieces in that band, Greg. That's a huge... It has that, to be a huge sound. Really, uh, really I love... It's so yeah. festive and clean and, and loud and just fun. Yeah, it is. It is. So we're looking forward to this particular performance of the New England Brass Band, the Von Braun Suite, Greg. Mm. That's that Von Braun guy that was like on the German side, right? And then he came back... Oh, the rocket guy. I think it's got to be Von Braun. Werner Von Braun. Werner Von Braun? Yeah, he was on the German side, and then he came on our side. Thank goodness. And then he was a big sort of beginning of uh, NASA stuff. Yeah. So, uh, Von Braun. Werner. Von Braun. Werner. Get in here. Greg, you love soup. You have always told me there's nothing I like better than slurping up a bowl of soup. You've Big. showed me the ties and the stains over the years. That's that's in the your down, soup stain museum. That's the downside. Yeah. So many ties, Greg. Yeah, right stains. over the years, it's always on a nice tie. What's worse, splashing the tie or dipping the end of the tie into <laughs> the bowl of soup? Probably the dibbing. You know, it's like it goes uh, all the way. You get an inch. Or two. Oh yeah, it like soaks in, and, and then and it's, it's on the tip of your tie. Now it's on your it's, shirt, and, and it's your right, pants, right at my chin, and your belt buckle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what do you mean? Yeah. It soaks in all the way oh, up yeah, the tie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just like soaks, a straw. It just soaks oh, right no. up, right up to the chin. So technically, you it's could terrible. eat a filtered version of soup by sucking the Windsor knot on top of your tie. Yeah, kind of. Eventually, I, after kind of, I kind of lean in a little bit, and my tongue. Yeah. You know, <sighs> So you're crouched in a corner with a bowl of soup and a tie going, la, la, la. That's heaven. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's heaven. How long does it take the soup to travel up the tie? It takes a while. But so you got to be patient. Yeah. Now, yeah. is it still warm by the time it gets to the top of the tie? That's the downside. It's not. Oh, so you have to microwave your tie while you're still wearing it. <laughs> Put it in the door, close it shut, and zoom it up, baby. <laughs> Eat up the soup tie. Try forget to, try forget to. about that. Try to get it out before it like incinerates. Oh man, the life you live, Greg. <laughs> I live on the edge. I man. mean, this is a man. This is like you're like Bruce Willis. On, on I mean, edge. you're just like yippee ki yay. Oh yeah. 
All right, uh, soup suppers begin in West Har- West Yarmouth. I love these things. I've been to a lot of them over the years. Fellowship kind of suppers or yep. Yep. community events, ham and bean suppers, yep. breakfasts at the Elks Lodge. I love it. West Yarmouth Congregational Church will host its fifth annual series of soup sampler suppers over the winter and early spring. The first one's coming up at 5.30 this Saturday at the Baker Fellowship Hall at West Yarmouth Congregational Church, 383 Main Street. That's Route 28 in West Yarmouth. The admission cost is a free will donation. Hmm. So you get an all-you-can-eat buffet of members, homemade soup, stews, chowders, and, Greg, finally, it's returned, Pastor Chuck's Famous Chili. <laughs> that chili will put the fear of God in you, man. It's so good. Pastor Chuck's Famous Chili. The, the meal includes rolls, breads, and beverage, and it feature a second buffet of homemade desserts. All you can eat? Oh, my God. And you get to make friends with nice people. Uh, you get a little fellowship going, Greg. You could use that. Bring the whole family down. What do you say? You're going you're gonna to come away full. I full mean, and happy. And you have to wear your special like uh, pants with the plastic lined pocket so you can stock up <laughs> on for the, later. On the bread. But it's hard to put soup in your pocket. I can tell you that with experience. All right, so that's coming up 5.30 <laughs> Saturday at the West Yarmouth Congregational Church. Soup's up is, geez, Greg, we got to get out of here. I can't believe it. What? Or, what? I want, I want to thank... I want to thank uh, Incompetech.com and Kevin McLeod for all the great music you hear on the show. And I also want to thank you, Greg, for your marvelous contributions to this particular broadcast. Thanks. thanks My name thanks, is Eric. All right, thanks, that's enough, Greg. Thanks a lot. Oh, sorry. I accept <laughs> this award. Just hit him with a piece of paper. Till next time. Till next week. My name is Eric Williams. Thanks for tuning in. Keep having fun out there. And see you. Put down the soup. <laughs>